Welcome to the Artificial Cities Podcast, where we will talk about artificial intelligence, technology, policy, sustainability, and so much more. Let's grow one conversation at a time. I think that like the, one of the important things in this conversation is uh, making sure that we have a connection to humanity as we talk about Web3 and the metaverse, because I think that there's a disassociation that people have. Right. And, and in that paradigm of, of, of business, conversation, trust, that people are wise to not get right into it. But we're going to get right into this podcast. What's going on, guys? Garrett Livingood here with the Artificial Cities Podcast. And today I've got a special guest, longtime friend, Wes Sherwin. Man. Um, Wes is doing a lot of things in the space. He's catching some sweet interviews. Thank you, man. And um, he's, he's really covering a lot of material in a way that is entertaining. Thank you. So entertaining is hard. I, I've, I've actually, ever since I started listening to uh, and watch, like you've launched your channel, I've actually paid attention to who I like. And it's like Russell Brand. I really like him. Like, um, Dude, he's a goat. Like Tim Dillon. Like, oh, t- now. Like, We're talking the, the, now. The character, know. you know, ability to, to entertain while deliver information. And like, you know, comedy's hard. <laughs> comedy's harder now more than ever potentially ever i don't know it might be hard to be funny back in like the 12th century when like yeah right, right everyone's right, dying right, around right, you bro yeah i um tim dylan's one of my favorites it's crazy you say that name dude i wish that i could be like a quarter as funny as he is and i'm not a comedian like i don't uh brand myself that way but i think there's a level of you're intelligent enough to to play on on a figurative playing with people well man like anytime you're making content or you're like in front of a camera authenticity is the first most important thing Mm -hmm. but like also being entertaining and so you you just i think a lot of people have it wrong where they exaggerate themselves times 10 yeah and like it's really like times two like you just (laughs) maybe raise the voice a little bit like you know make a couple motions but you don't want to come across fake and uh Dude, like that's been one of the hardest things. I mean, this has been a 10-year journey for me of making content. Mm-hmm. You know, I started at 18. I'm 28 now. And um, it's just figuring out who you are, what your voice is. And I don't think I figured that out. I think that it's I've gotten closer. But, um, man, it's been a crazy journey for sure. Well, authenticity is, you know, that's something I think that like in the pursuit of, of, of yourself, you, you know, in the pursuit of, of life, you... You come across yourself, you face yourself, you face, you know, what you like, what you don't like um, yeah. in others and in yourself. And like, that's, that's just the narrative. That's a story playing out. And, and it's hard to live out an independent, you know, Huckleberry Finn story, because in our modern day and age, we are so centralized and, and just live in this way, you know, depending on the city you grew up, you can literally tell, you know, the interests the 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 music you listen to the you know and and it's what's even weirder is like there's not that many bands that people listen to in the 90s like everyone listened to like the same hundred bands right and you'd had to find those no one knew that right yeah no one knew like of of like independent artists and and it was hard and there, that that monopoly still exists although to a lesser degree but you know i think like going into the conversation of of what is web3 what is nfts um, you know, what is new media uh, in that same place, you know, trying to build a system 
that isn't monopolized, that isn't, you know, there to brainwash you, to profit off of you, but using technology as, as a utility, as a true utility. Good hot word. And, and, and in that manner, being able to have it be just and fair and, yeah. and like that line of, of what is, what, what is right, what is wrong, what is legal, what is illegal, what is, you know, justifiably, you know, valuable. And then what is, yeah. you know, not valuable, what is dangerous, what is harmful. I think that we're really painting along the outline of, of these questions that for the longest time, people didn't have the time to ask. Yeah. And so it's interesting right. to see this market develop. The right. independent, you know, I, when you're talking with Joey, yeah, in your last interview, you, you mentioned, you know, that a lot of people in this market have a lot of skills, but that's just the marketplace that's evolved through the the breaking down of that centralized economy where people had to get many different skills, learn video exactly. production, photography, right. audio, you know, back end editing, you know, as to our parents, they could learn one skill set and niche. do a job for 40 years, get retirement, have a pension, blah, blah, blah. So it's a yeah. new economy. It's a new space. And and I want you to brain fart onto this microphone. Okay. What is going on? What are NFTs? What is Web3? What is the metaverse? Oh man. And dude. and like let's 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 do this. Let's go there. Bro, there's so much and like we're gonna have to take it one bite at a time, man. Okay. You know, they say, uh, isn't there a quote where it's like how do you eat an elephant or whatever? It's one bite at a time. I mean, bro, there's like two elephants in here and we both have to eat them and I hope you're hungry. We need a, we need a community, dude. Bro, so, <laughs> and, that, and, that is, and that is the thing, man, is like, where do we even begin? So first of all, let's, let's kind of talk about, um, you were talking about, you know, the Web2 space, which is kind of still what we're in right now, which mm -hmm. is Instagram and social media. So for people that don't know, Web1 was when like email came out and when like instant messenger came out it was just the ability to communicate online right there was mm -hmm. no social media but it was email it was being able to like do a web search right web 2 came out and that's social media that is facebook that was myspace that was zanga that mm -hmm. was tumblr that was instagram but the interesting thing about that stuff is like let's say um like what, what Let's just say you're into cars, which I don't know if you are, but mm -hmm. are you into cars? I'm actually getting more and more into the mechanical field um, since I started working as an HVAC okay. uh, technician. I'm I'm working with with bearings and and motors okay. and and electrical parts. So okay, so let's say I'm well, in the space. Let's say that uh, that you make an Instagram about like all things electrical, all things bearings. And you're you're posting like the coolest niche stuff, and you get a hundred thousand followers, or you get a million followers, and you're getting a hundred thousand likes on each photo. You don't own that IP, like Mark Zuckerberg and and Facebook owns the IP on Instagram. You just get the likes, and hopefully we'll get a brand deal that you know you say you know these posts were brought to you by G Fuel or whatever. And G Fuel, if you want to sponsor me, feel free. But um, my name's Garrett. Yeah, his name's Garrett. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but there was no ownership. There. there was no equity. And what is happening now, Web3 is on a very basic level. Um, don't think about NFTs right now. Don't think about the metaverse. Just think about Web3 is transitioning from having zero ownership in Web2 to having complete ownership in Web3 
or fractional ownership. It is the transition to Web3 is not this like it there are aspects that are this like technological, like crazy advancement on a basic level. Web3 is the ownership version of our digital existence. That is what it is. Now, is some of that because of and, and I'm gonna kind of take a leap here. Please. Um I would I would make the theory or the hypothesis that it this technology has been able to come about because of the cost of memory ha- and 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 bandwidth has dropped so much whereby we don't need these centralized institutions to hold the 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 actual backend servers that individual people can run servers out of their, their own nodes. house right Auto, uh, the nodes out of their phone they can utilize their their bandwidth well you're getting into like uh, yeah man i mean that's the thing about these conversations too is like dude they veer so often like now you're talking about blockchain technology like about yes like, like when like blockchain technology has been here for i mean almost 20 i mean it's like 2002 yeah 98 when it first like i think like 2016 was when it got interesting uh, like 2016 to 2018 okay. is when like Ethereum, you know, like Silk Roads existed, but there wasn't, excuse me, there wasn't any like uh, real value to be seen yet other than like, this is interesting. Um, but like 2016 to 2018 is when Ethereum came to play. There were two different kinds of Ethereum. There was Ethereum and then Ethereum Classic, uh, which came from... Uh, God, man, there's so much to talk about. But um, yeah, man. So I think that's when block, like 2016 is when blockchain really okay, got happening. That's when it, when it got So, hit. but like, this is what people need to think about is like, how many daily users are on social media? Hundreds of, like, I mean, are we talking a billion? Mm-hmm. Right. I would even say more. Like, well, I mean, you know, probably, I think, I think a lot of those, of millions I think a sure. lot of those numbers are, are skewed because there's so many fake accounts that, that I don't even think people have really taken into account how many fake accounts. Bro, but there I'm are. saying like, like I, we know there's but 100 there's million, pro- at least 100 million. Correct. Right. I mean, more than 100 million, and and probably close to hundreds of millions. And in 20, uh, I think I heard it in 2019, um, but I'm sure that the stats gone up. That in 2019 they did a study where they asked a bunch of kids, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And their answer was a YouTuber, and. That has been true with adults even. It's like, oh man, the the dopamine hit I get from like instant gratification of someone liking my photos mm-hmm. and me building a brand and becoming an influencer. Like the, the term influencer has died out. I agree. But a couple years ago, that was the thing, right? It was like, I am my brand. I get these brand deals that pay me and I promote them. Um, but which made people very inauthentic. And so that's the trick, right? Is like, uh, what happened is people were like, Oh, I'm actually not making any money off my likeness. I'm making money to promote other people's stuff, but I have a big following. And so people were like, dude, I have no equity here. Like I can't, Mm -hmm. unless I'm Logan Paul or like KSI or some of the biggest YouTubers, like my likeness doesn't really matter. It's the right. follower count that's on my page. You don't matter, guys. Did you hear that? You don't matter. Um, <laughs> only we do. Only no, we matter. You do matter. Um, maybe, but 
Uh, I, I think what happened is, man, people were like, I have to figure out how to like build equity in this. Mm -hmm. And so I want to stay on this ownership thing for a second, because before we get into blockchain, before we get into NFTs, man, I think it's super important to drive home that when you hear web three, right, it is when people kind of woke up and realized I should have ownership my creations in a digital sense. Like everything that I am a part of digitally mm-hmm. should have an equity system built behind it. Similar to how the music industry is built. And see, that's a re dude. I think that there's a couple of industries and that will go into the NFT thing, but like, bro, the music industry is going to change in the next five, it needs 10 to. years. It, it will needs to. dude. Like, uh, and there's been a couple failed, um, projects with music nfts and we'll jump into like what nfts are um but like yes man like the music industry so like what we're gonna see is in the coming years um is people creating like public companies digitally based around their likeness based around a brand they build and it won't require like a coca-cola coming in and giving them a sponsorship they won't need it like you won't need to get a brand deal i love well this this bleeds into the space of one of my passions of sustainability um and maybe some of that's from being brainwashed in college but yeah uh (laughs) no i i i think that there's 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 a need for the human race to decentralize um, to, you know, having a global market has its place, has its value, but the, the dependence on, you know, when everything is, is, is coming from somewhere else, like you become very, uh, you're weakened. You're, 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 you're vulnerable, vulnerable. That's I, the word. Yeah. I think, um, and, and we talked about this off camera, but I want to say it again. Like when people use the word decentralized, there's a, there's this like weird connotation behind it that's like almost like anarchy. And that is far right. from no one some people might want anarchy, but that would suck. Like that that existence would be terrible, man. Like we need regulation. We need standards right. and practice. Uh but what decentralization means at a very basic level is that there's no single point of failure. Like if something if if a person or a thing controls uh, whether or not the system built around them can fail or win, that is centralized. So like if, um, what's a good example? Well, this is this goes into sustainable design though because you have to diversify your energy. You have to diversify your food systems. You have to, diversity is, and, and I hate how HR companies have changed the meaning of diversity, but um, you know, in my opinion, diversity is, is, is abundance, um, yeah. is, is variance. Um, right. because, uh, you know, when you first got here, we we're talking about how like every kid growing up is different. Every human is different. Yeah, man. How weird allergies are. And right, like, I have some weird allergies. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, and it's just like how to design your life around those problems rather than just, you know, throwing in your gloves and giving up on, on your dreams and be like, well, I guess I'm just a part of the system. Yeah. You know, I think in this space that's being created, 
there's going to be opportunity for people to live more optimal lives. We've been stuck yeah. in, in, a, in a machine for so long that it's just grinding out mental health problems right after mental health problem. And, and it's, it's, it's driving the human, uh, consciousness into, um, a state of curiosity again. And so I think there's a shifting wave of curiosity to, to confidence that, that moves and rifts throughout the human populations in time. And, and in that, we're, we're back into the space of curiosity of, of trying to engineer new, new problems. And we kind of lived out the last leg of the economy that in which we knew. And we're kind of designing a new system of, of knowledge, a new system of education, a new right. system of, of, of economy these, to, to, to try to make it so that it doesn't involve human slavery. Yeah. For, for, for us, you know, in America, all the way to the children in Africa, like, you know, of what Akon is working on. Like, like oh, man, we, his we, stuff is amazing. We have to start thinking on more of a sustainable manner. So, because what happens is, is the more things that are, are made outside of yourself, the less value you can see it. And so if I'm just seeing this plastic plate on my electrical outlet, right. I don't see that as value. But if you could store an entire narrative behind how that got made and, and, and what all went in and every single, like, hour spent of someone fighting with their wife driving this material you know like if you knew the story behind this outlet plug like how much that would change how long you took care of that outlet plug and so right. there's this idea of, of adding narrative to increase the Valid. rate of sustainability yeah. because people are able to pay attention and their and what their, their time actually takes on a new um a new monetary value yeah, man. Yeah. I, uh, I think that, you know, a lot of things we value today, like the, the one thing that, you know, reigns true is history does repeat itself and yeah. that like, there are things that are baked into our human existence that will, you know, adapt, but mm -hmm. they won't change. Like, I right. think that like, there's stuff that if we've just done for hundreds and thousands of years that like, won't change, man. And I think that it's important to know what battles to fight. Um, and when you do pick the battle to fight, you fight hard and you don't stop and you don't give in. And I think that there are some human, like human existence battles that we need to be fighting. And, and you know, the, the one of like, you talked about human slavery, man. I think that's like one that needs to be fought to the nail. Um, and Man, I think we as humans are, we are, I told you this off air, that like I am naturally an optimist. I will always be that. I've never been a pessimist. Same. Like, bro, I believe in humans till the end. It doesn't matter what happens. Like, I, I think that bad things that happen are outliers. Right. Like, they're not the common. And so what you can do is then when the majority is good, if the majority bands together to fight the bad, the majority mm. will win. But Agreed. there is a classic Star Wars movie, bro. Right? Any, <laughs> any, any hero, the forest, dude. Any it's hero real. journey, dude. Like yeah. any, yeah. Uh, Life of Pi. Um, I don't know why I thought of American Pie. I was like, how is that like American Pie? I but, don't know. I mean, that's a hero <laughs> journey, though. Um, yeah. But so uh, bro, like I think that, and to bring it to Web three, man. Like I think that the the genesis of this is going to kind of redefine the power we have to change things mm -hmm. 
And for people who are like, what do you mean? How, how can Web3 change our human existence? Because our communities have been led by corporations and led by narratives being pushed by people that get to define what's being said. And now what's happening is freedom. And like, right. dude, I, and it sounds really utopian and, and crazy. And I think there is a level of like un, being unrealistic that the, that everyone in the community has right now, because we see the potential of it and it's still unfolding, man. We're so early, but. Well, humans do a great job of messing great things up. Yeah, and they do a great job of making Rome things is great. <laughs> right. And, but and they do a great job of making things great. Yeah, they and do. Like, they, yeah, I they think do. that they're you know, you'll have to um man, I heard uh someone say this the other day and I'm gonna mess up the quote. What's the quote where it's like you have to separate the wheat from the chaff? Like like I think that's it. It's like, you know, you you you're gonna we're gonna siphon out the BS. Um, yeah, and, I, I think so. And so, man, I um I'm excited, dude. I'm excited, uh, especially like as, so my company's Ultralight. Um, okay. And the story behind Ultralight is like how I got the name is kind of crazy. And we can go into it if you want to. Yeah, but, yeah, I'd love to. Um, but like as it exists right now, it's education. And and I really want to provide the truth, the Ultralight mm-hmm. of what's going on. And so with NFTs and with, you know, crypto and Web3, right. my goal here is to not teach you about uh, projects that you should get involved in, that you should be financially invested in, because this is never financial advice. Uh, but it's to like give you an example of things that are happening that the macro of it is cool. Like, yeah. like one of them is uh, like Psychedelics Anonymous is a project that I just talked about. They're a com- they're super a, cool. Yeah, they're a project out of and and there is some some controversy with them. Like mm-hmm. like of course, but but. The idea behind them is really cool. So they're they're a, a project out of Australia. Uh, the founder of it, uh, like, made some really big companies. He exited, got a bunch of money, and he made a company because he struggled with mental health like bad. And uh, he found psychedelics. And the interesting thing is that in Australia, they're they legally can't tell you or stop you from doing something that benefits your mental health. So. You can tell someone, like you can do psychedelics in Australia if it's for the 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 purpose of helping you in a mental health. That's cool. That's what you can't do is you can't in Australia. You can't tell someone to buy something or tell someone to take something. So they have these systems in that country where you can go to a place with your psychedelics and they can help you prepare for like what to expect. They can help you through the journey, then help you outside of it. And there's some really interesting studies with what psychedelics do, but this project is funding major research that like wouldn't get funded without that's incredible and so you know they their mint price and we'll we'll, we'll explain what this is real quick so what let's, should we go into nfts real quick i think i think nfts are a good kind of like following the genesis so okay you've got the genesis um you know you have web 2 where people don't own crap you yeah. centralize all the server systems right you know, you've got to go to GoDaddy or, you know, one of these big server companies to be able to pay for your web address. And you still have to do that. Like ENS, like you still have to buy if you want like a Garrett.eth, like mm-hmm. you have to go to ENS and buy that. So, but, but, but 
there is now it's structured in that like there is a different type of ownership now. It's not 100%. like your val and I mean I guess you can it, it's it's similar and and I think it's important. I think that example is a little not it's a little off just because like okay you could buy a dot com and own that dot com and sell that dot com you can buy right that's what I was I was kind of yeah like, but like still the, sell it make money the ownership is in the um like macro of okay the di- our digital existence like um man I, I think we should go so we'll one scale by outwards one. so we'll, we'll we'll go into NFTs and I guess I was trying to say like NFTs are are basically the a product of Web three. Yes. And so you have like Web3 as 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 a larger Web spectrum. Web3 is the macro. And and so there's a lot of pockets of that. And yes. NFTs are kind of a, a product that's really undefined. I think that they're undefined for the masses. I think right. that they are clearly defined for people in the community that understand them. And so let's define it. Let's do it. So uh, an NFT stands for a non-fungible token, okay. which is an asset that you can prove you own and trade. Um, where people get it messed up is like, they're like, why would I buy this picture of an ape and why is it worth a quarter million dollars? It's a good question. I think that the way NFTs exist right now, excuse me, will change. It's meme culture. Dude. And, and, but it's even like, why is it worth $250,000? It's the same reason why like people buy Rolexes and people buy Mm -hmm. whatever. And they're like, but I can screenshot it. And the example I give is, dude, I could stand outside of your house right now and take a selfie of me in front of your house and then tell everyone that I own that house. But like, I don't have the deed to your home. With these images, you do have the deed to that ad, to that home and it is yours. You do own it. Um, and there's obviously some lines where it can get really sketchy, but like ultimately I just want to explain like what they are. There are red flags on marketplaces that like some marketplaces say you own it and you don't like uh i want to be careful here uh and and just so you guys know too like i'm i have to say this legally like i'm not affiliated with any of the projects i speak about um i had a conversation with an attorney the other day because i'm now getting involved in some stuff that um are potential partnerships and whatever and uh he's like dude like everything you do and say you have to like make the disclaimer either that you're affiliated or that you're not. And so like I'm not affiliated with uh psychedelics anonymous, but the controversy with them is like in their terms, like in their like fine print, they have that, you know, you buy this NFT on OpenSea, but if you like break our terms, then we can take that from you. Mm. And like, that's scary, right? Cause you, cause you know, well, that's what people fear about communism is is the state taking ownership of the people's stuff, and so there's there's this historical balance of of community interrelating with itself. Communism's an interesting example. I've never thought of that, but yeah, man, I think like right, like on paper, communism kind of looks okay, but man, so so. But anyways, to I hear I hear what you're saying. So, um. NFTs as they exist right now in the public eye are these like crappy JPEGs that are worth a quarter million dollars. Yeah. And that will change, dude. Like that bubble will burst. I think so. But here's why NFTs are cool. NFTs are cool because it is the first 
utility that we've seen in Web3 that provides ownership. Mm. So one of the, I own a couple NFTs and the majority of them are all utility. None of them are profile pictures. Like one of the utilities, one of the NFTs I own is, is a governance token. And mm. so what it does is I, I own a certain amount of these governance tokens and it gives me voting rights in a company, cool. in a DAO. And so I am now like on the board of a Web3 company. Um, it's like buying stock, but this the utility behind this stock doesn't just stop at voting rights. There's so much more utility. Um, and like one of the utilities is uh, having a show. Like uh, there's potential there. And, and I kind of go into this project that I'm talking about because there is a little bit of affiliation with me and them. So I don't want to name them um, right now. But uh, like, man, I think that there is, it, this NFTs provide you with the ability to create utility and terms within a digital smart contract. All NFTs are, at you break them down, take the picture away. Literally take... Or just take a picture. Or just take... Right. Yeah, dude. I want to get that... Okay. So take real? a picture. I don't know. Well, are but like... Real? No, no, no. I would even say... But like, I would even say put that picture back because <laughs> like... We, I like that. Is that real? Those are real? Yeah? I guess so. That's so sick, dude. Susan's crafty. Murdering butterflies. Look, dude. It's for the sake of art. <laughs> hey, man. Dude, murder for art, baby. <laughs> um, but so like literally like... The audience, like, I need you to. Um, oh, that's my camera. Looking at that camera, I need you to, for a second, put the crappy pictures that NFTs are branded as right now in the back of your brain. The board ape yacht clubs, the crypto punks, those are not the important part here. What is important is the contract behind that nft these contracts are new these have never existed before um and what they do is they provide you with a new way to get around middlemen mm -hmm. to get around paper pushing and oh you're <clears throat> there's an interesting <laughs> bro so like i think we will always. I think lawyers are going to disappear. Oh no, I don't think so. I think that we're we're always going to need them. I think that. Uh, I think they're going to be linguists in the future, bro. I not, I, not our attorneys. Uh, I think AI is going to be able to sort out um, pros and cons much better but than. There's a lot human of nuance though. Like it, there's a lot of manipulation in that. That that's potential. And I'm a little biased uh, because like one of my my attorney and uh, one of my <laughs> well you know and one of my best friends. Uh, is my attorney and he's an attorney and like i've had an opportunity to watch him practice law and uh like to litigate and um i kind of dig it dude like like it's, i know him yeah. personally and so like he's a good guy and like he puts a good flavor there's, on it I, I mean obviously if he was the person if i was the person that he was like screwing over i wouldn't like him yeah but like it is what it is so uh yeah dude but, but that's no, why I, let's go back to smart contracts because yeah, yeah. you don't let's get screwed over <laughs> but, but no so I'm right and so that's the thing man is like these nfts it's a better form of a legal system is what i'm getting at it is a better form of uh contractual systems rather yeah right because like 
the legality behind a lot of this stuff, dude, is crazy. Like, and I'm really trying to stay on track here because there's so many different places I can veer, but I want to make the point very clear that NFTs you are not pictures. Right. That is that is one form of a well, way. Well, that's like saying music is not just sound, bro. Well, and but like it's it is an NFT at its core is a contract. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. Like there's okay. nothing right. else, dude. Like yeah. you can put that contract behind your music. You can put that contract behind your house. You can put that contract bef- behind your art. You can put that contract behind yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you can, one of the most interesting ones that I think people need to understand. And we talked about this briefly, but like an industry that is, this is going to take over in the next five years is real estate. Yeah. Well, it's so tedious to have to go through the city records. Like why, why do I have to go through these like 19th century catalogs when we have the internet? Like, like why is there so many documents? Why don't we have like this house should have a documentation form where every time we have a technician come out, comes out, it's recorded on our blockchain. And then now you have, you know, in that, catalog of this property you've got every single purpose uh, you know every single person that's been involved and so if the the house were to blow up you know we could look back at this blockchain and say okay well let's see who is you know what happened who is responsible who should have caught that what is it the homeowners was it exactly you know we had that house blow up in cartersville this you know recently and yeah you know my mom lives like right in front of that house yeah and it was it was the one right next to the cravies it was do you you know the um Mullinaxes, it was their house. Yeah. Their old house. Um, and, and so and, I do, I do, yeah. I do. And and it's like, you know. I think it was like two houses next to the That's house, unacceptable. Which is crazy because their house burned down. It's, there's some, there's a flaw. And if we had a blockchain that could record all the equipment, every single piece of every well, furnace, how the gas pipes were laid, you know, and we had blueprints backlog on, on a blockchain yeah. for that house. We could and find... And I would just say NFT. Like, just say NFT so people don't... Be okay, like, what okay. The fuck is a, I don't know if I can... Like, what's a blockchain? It's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, dude, it, I would just... And, like, you're right. Like, yes. If... And that's the trick, dude, is, like, it will take work. Someone will have to input this information and you'll have to build out your own smart contract. But that is the idea. So, like, here's an interesting example. Let's say that you own a house in the Hamptons, right? And okay. it is a destination house. Like, this house is... 10 million dollars and like everyone wants to go to this house right and you're like man i've i've lived my time here it's time to 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 uh decide dude i can't think of the word for like uh when you want to oh my god downsize downsize there it is decize you were like dude there's an own bro that turmeric in there got me spiced up got that got that circulatory system so um but let's say it's time to downsize, right? Like I've lived in this $10 million house. It's time to get a $5 million condo in New York. Well, but you see the intrinsic value behind this house and you know that this house is going to make money. So let's say you sell this house to uh, like an event person, like someone who's an event coordinator. And in, and in and you literally NFT your house, not the picture of your house, You create a smart contract behind this destination house. Okay. It's not a picture. You can, if you want to, you can use the picture of the house in the contract, whatever, but the picture of the house isn't the NFT. It's the contract based around it. So this is what you can do. 
you can say you can sell this house to an event coordinator mm-hmm. and say in the smart contract I get one percent in perpetuity for every dollar made from an event from whatever in this NFT and you can now create new terms and contracts and you can create new streams of income and you can create anything you want now without like having to go through the real estate agency or having to go through the lawyers. Obviously, you know, if you're dealing in millions of dollars, there will be, you know, attorneys involved, but it's up to you to create the terms and you can do anything you want. You can write in that contract when you buy this house, if you ever sell it again, or if you throw an event, which no one would probably sign if you throw an event, but if you ever sell this house again, I get 1% in perpetuity forever. And that's crazy. Like that is the future. That is what we're going to see change our existence digitally. Like, bro, it is not about the art. That stuff's cool. And like, Mm -hmm. if you collect art, trust me, people think this bubble's going to pop and it will, but history does repeat itself. And in 20 years when these, or yeah, 20 years when these like five-year-olds are uh, looking back, bro, like your crypto punk, your board ape yacht club, your doodle, your crypto mori are all going to be vintage and retro and they're going to be worth millions of dollars. They might be worth, like some of those are worth a quarter million dollars, a million dollars. Right. That bubble might pop and in the next five years they might be worth a thousand dollars and you're like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. But think about like Charizards. Think about Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. Bro, like I definitely know I've had Charizards in my life and like, you know, they were hot for a couple years and then they were worth nothing. The Pokemon bubble, the bubble popped and they were like, bro, like I can't even get rid of these Pokemon cards, man. I'm going to just sell them for a dollar at a garage sale. Well, now a Charizard, a holographic Charizard, it's potentially worth anywhere from like 10,000 to a quarter million. And it just took time. It took patience. Well, scarcity too. Right. And like, but, and like the retro vintage stuff, dude, like, trust me, trust me on this, dude. If you, if you buy a art NFT right now, I can almost guarantee you that the value of that NFT will drop. Like it, right. It would, but the bet is not on how valuable this is in a year. The bet is on how valuable this is in 20 years. Like, dude, and I do want to say this. So, uh, when I got into this, let me tell you where Ultralight came from. So, uh, I'm going to just tell you, like, the business side of it. We can talk about the personal if you want to, but I uh, quit a job, a corporate job I had um, in sales. Uh, right before COVID happened, I was getting flown out to LA every month to interview, like, Will Farrell and Julia Louis Dreyfus. And it mm-hmm. was, like, my dream, right? COVID happened. I'm literally on a plane coming back from LA when COVID is like starting. And uh, there's an older couple. I always sleep on planes. And so like, I'm like, have my head on the wall and there's an older couple sitting next to me and they asked to move. And it was just because like, they couldn't tell if I was sick. I was just sleeping. And uh, I was like, what is that? And so COVID hits. That job goes away. And I get an offer from a buddy of mine. Uh, who's really successful. He owns one of the biggest bourbon companies in the Southeast. And he said, Wes, your personality is unbelievable. Please come sell bourbon for me. And uh, 
dude, he, he put his neck out there for me and he, he gave me an opportunity that I'm forever grateful for. And, you know, I, I feel bad about how I stepped away from it, but I, I couldn't be more grateful from him anyways. So, uh, I get a year in, I'm doing well, you know, making good money. And, uh, I go to the Jake Paul fight. Um, I got invited to go to the Jake Paul fight. Me and my buddy Ed went and uh, cool. I'm, I'm there and I'm talking to like YouTubers and like famous people and shit. And, uh, sorry, I'll stop cussing, but, um, I don't care. I don't know. Like, <laughs> the, the platform. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. Um, but, uh, it hits me, dude. I'm like, Oh, I am wasting my time. Dude, the next day, pick up the phone, quit. Boom. Done. I'm done, man. And thankfully I had stuff going on with adult swim you know, we were selling a TV show yeah, or yeah. whatever. So all that happened. That was like all around that time. So okay. I had an income. I had a stream of income that wasn't the same, but it was at least let me pay my bills. So I quit the job, dude. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I am going to live out my potential. So I get introduced to crypto, made some money, lost some money. And then I hear the word Web3 and I'm like, what is this? At first, dude... I didn't like this. Yeah. I didn't like it. But what I saw was, and the reason Ultralight exists as it does now, is I saw a hole in the market that was, there were NFT Instagrams and people on YouTube that were talking about NFTs or crypto. But there was no media news source that told the whole story. And so I was like, oh, there's a hole in this market where I can tell the macro story of Web3 mm -hmm. and no one else is doing it. And so it started out by me not liking this. I just saw a hole in the market and was like, I'm going to capitalize. What happened is I fell in love with it, dude. And like, I see the value. And now even like as of not even kidding, man, yesterday I had a meeting with someone who uh, challenged me on the story I'm telling and like it's changing every day. Um, so yeah, man, like it, it just ultralight started first by me seeing a hole in the market and then me falling in love with the market. And now it's this thing where like, dude, I feel like I have this social responsibility to tell the truth. Yeah. I like that. Well, there's, there's, there is a need because a lot of people don't understand what is going on. Yeah. Like they don't understand what an NFT is web three. They are sucked in the bubble of the television and the apps that come pre-programmed in their phone. And the media and like the narrative behind what these are. Like everything on mainstream media right now is like, Board Ape Yacht Club. Like this is what an NFT is. Well, everyone's gotten some message from some African name, random scammer you know, buy into my crypto, you know, oh, bro, like, I get it from, bro. I get it from Jane. Like, dude, <laughs> actually my, I, we don't have to look at my phone, bro. You would not believe like my message requests on Instagram. Yeah. I probably have 500. That's like, you've been selected to be on this whitelist. You've been selected. Blah, blah, blah. And like, dude, like, yeah, I've never been scammed yet. Thankfully. Good but, for you. Good for you. Yeah. And you and gotta I, be careful. And that's where like, what, what one thing I've kind of like really, learned is in this space it's very community centric and that's yes. once you get involved into the community you can understand each contract that you are invested in right and then there becomes you you're able to actually have an appropriate valuation of yeah. it and then also have relationships that in which you are 
working with it's almost like in rock climbing there's a really good culture of wanting the other climber to do well mm, you that's don't cool. and even in competitions it's like people cheering you on and like you're going against them but like they don't want you to fall they want to see you like like Get they're to the top yeah, there's there's a mutual relationship to that dopamine hit of someone else becoming successful in your tribe that you, the the larger it gets, you know, I've got, you know, 4,000 Facebook friends. Like I don't like one of them gets big, it's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm not really I'm not invested." And so it's it's interesting how a big bar, part of the market has grown from the gaming industry Mm -hmm. because gamers created their own market systems inside games and their own value systems and they made friends and there was like this trusted system of like you can't get this weapon unless you spent 30 bucks and so now your character's worth this and like there was this uh i guess way that money has moved into the gaming world that's that's now reflecting back into what is now the NFT world. And that's one thing that I've had a hard time breaking through is because a lot of these crypto networks are like gamers and I don't game. Like yeah, I'm I, a gamer. I'm a, I'm an in real life person. I like talking. Yeah, I like IRL, interviewing. Yeah, I, that's the, and, 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 but yeah. that is coming. And it's, we had talked about how, um, you know, the cheap nature to, to entertainment in and of itself. And eventually, you know, right. you've seen enough sex scenes, you've seen enough gun scenes, that you just kind of like desensitized. You're desensitized, but what that does is it increases your ability to pay attention to the narrative, to the story, to yeah, the man. meanings, the history, the 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 figurative language, the the art, the the detail, and and through that is where you really accumulate um, a true taste for for value. Well, bro, that's where brands are headed, man. Like this, the brand story is everything now. Like yeah. The, the story behind what this company is like, dude, we're seeing it every day. Like, and, and it's, listen, man, I, I will never knock someone for cap for being a capitalist. Like I get it. I'm a yeah. capitalist. We're all like, we all like, dude, I want to win financially and, and in business. Yeah. Um, and I will, and I can't lie, but what we've seen in the past couple of years is like a really disingenuine, brand story being told by these like mega companies, tech companies that are like, we're inclusive and like everyone's welcome and your voice is heard. And like, dude, there's so many people being silenced and stuff and shadow banned every single day that like, "Mm, you're controlling who's included and you're, you're controlling Mm -hmm. because we're allowed to have different. Well, you can buy out Google and so you can buy out these search engines and suppress the little guys. And so by creating these smart contracts, you're leveling the playing field. So that way it's not how the music industry has designed their contract system where they own the radio stations. They own the servers that are on Pandora. You have artists, you know, some Atlanta artists, I won't mention names because I don't like hating, but like, you know, like they own these radio waves and they own these stations and like it's their, and I mean, that's cool. I think everyone should have their own flavor, you know, they should have their own, you know, playlist. That's cool. But, but w- the problem is, is that not only is it in like, it's not valuable material. Like the, the media that we have is, is cheap. It's, yeah. it's, it's repetitive. It's, it's not unique. And they're, it's, it's, it's just, it's just the, it's fake and, yeah. and we need more authenticity in our art, in our community, in our relationships. And, and that's one thing that I, I've had a hard time breaking into the space is finding that community. 
and, and Joey's a part of a really good community. Um, yeah, and I can help you. Get and, and so, and stuff. this is where like you you have to find someone, and that's how human networks grow. Is like yeah, you, you 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 learn, you meet someone, you meet someone from them, and you build a network. And like that network is becoming integrated more into an augmented space. And and this is kind of like the bridge into where something you mentioned earlier. And at this point, I forget if we're if I don't think we we're recording at the time, but uh, where you mentioned virtual reality oh. has its limitations. Yeah. So talk about instead of okay. virtual reality, you know, where you see this being able to play a role in the continuation of the narrative of perfecting the value system of creating a a, a stronger essence of community. So. The metaverse is another buzzword right now that everyone's talking about and everyone, not everyone, but a lot of the mainstream idea behind it is that it's like Ready Player One. If you've ever seen that Spielberg movie, which it's this kid who puts on these goggles, he gets in this world and like he exists there. There's physical feeling. It's Hmm. a 4D element. That's not where we're headed. Where I believe we're headed is towards augmented reality because let me tell you why so and this is the example i give man like remember and we talked about this remember when 3d tvs were cool for a year yeah (laughs) and there were like serious health implications behind it and they're like oh we can't sustain this like this is like giving people migraines it's hurting people vert oculus vert you know the uh hue vive and all that stuff like that stuff's cool but that's not sustainable what will be sustainable is augmented reality. So the metaverse will not exist. I think there will be subcultures and there will be aspects that are virtual, that are mm-hmm. completely separating yourself from reality that will exist and it will become far and more And it might advanced. be a part of the psychedelic space um, in terms yeah. of, of substance interrelated to... It's an interesting... Yeah. I, I could see there being some playoff of Neuralink and psychedelics... There's some interesting, and we can dive into that. There's some interesting stuff like Kundalini that, but, uh, so, um, but, but like there will be a subculture and there will be an industry behind virtual reality that is going to look far different than it does now. And it's going to be way more advanced, but the mainstream adoption of the mass adoption of the metaverse Mm -hmm. will be you existing in the physical plane and having an extension digitally that displays and articulates your information, your community. Um, Our metaverse will exist in this physical reality. It will not, I mean it will, but it on a mainstream level, it will not exist virtually. Like dude, I think phones are going to go away. I think mm-hmm. that like you're going to we're going to be like it's like pagers dude like it's going to be like oh man remember when you had that block that you had to put in your pocket and carry around like dude it's going to change into whether it's glasses a watch some people will get implants which a lot of people don't like some people will you know there will be some things you can do that are interesting um but it it'll be like this man it'll be like um I'll be like, dude, so uh, I got this, um, I just bought this new car. And you're like, oh, word. I was like, yeah, bro, I bought the NFT for it the other day. Um, you want to check it out? And I'm like, and you're like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, check this out. Boop, boop. The car pops up in the living room. 
a, mm. a digital version of it where you can like look around it, like Minority Report, and you can like look like, dude, look, here's the interior. Instead of me having to pull up my phone, pull up a picture, hopefully it loads, mm-hmm. like try to zoom in with my fingers. Yeah. On the, I'll be able to be like, oh, dude, you want to see this car? And so there will be an NFT contract behind that car that digitally like concretes that into my wallet. And then I'll be like, bro, you want to check that out? Here you go. Boop. And then I'll spin the car around, be like, bro, check out this interior, blah, blah, blah. I'll be able to press on the radio and be like, yeah, you see how it's like a Bose system? And it'll like tell you that will be the metaverse. The metaverse will not be, I don't think, th- like us putting these goggles on and like having a character that like. Not in our generation, it won't be. Bro, I don't even think, like, I mean, and listen. I think, I think there'll be some subcultures that go into that. Um infinite wasteland bro and that already exists number one yeah number two <laughs> that's true uh it will exist and be advanced but that will be like think about it like this man like there are millions of people who play world of warcraft right mm-hmm. i mean that industry is huge but if you go to applebee's on a friday night and it's packed out Bro, I would say five people in that Applebee's probably play WoW and like really play it. So it's an industry and it's big, but every one of those people in that Applebee's has a phone. Like, I think that the virtual reality will be a subculture and augmented reality will be the main. Okay. I like that a lot. I like that a lot because that's, and that kind of defines the, uh, the individuality and the decentralization of the system as as a technology yeah and and also as a community orientation to to the facilitation of of the new media and yeah i think that like what's what's the invaluable thing in it is the ability to kind of rewrite our, our political paradigm of the HOA all the way to local politics. And that's kind of yeah, what man. artificial cities talk about, is yeah. in a space of. Talk about what you do real quick. So I'm, I talk to people. Um, I like Same. talking. Uh, I like conversation. Mm-hmm. And I met Gary. He found me online, probably on some rant I was having, just speaking some logic to to you know random people because that's you know yeah. arguing online is fun yeah especially when you're right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> nah um so gary found me we had a great conversation and you know he's he's got a really cool resume from working with special operations and such aiming satellites and and really cool um back-end programming knowledge people are so much cooler than us dude, dude I know. so, stupid, so lame dude. <laughs> um, we just talk to people dude it's so stupid go ahead golly no no people people are great people are interesting and gary's a, a, an extremely interesting guy i'd love to talk to him. um yeah i'm I, I'll, I'll see if he wants to come on um he he doesn't want to be the face of it so he he's he's kind of pushing for me to help build the brand out as the influencer kind but so of talk nature. About, yeah, yeah, but so talk about like what Artificial Cities does and then talk about Grow My Community because I think we can have a public conversation about and it will help kind of lead into the next topic of Web3 that I want to talk about. But talk about like what Artificial Cities does with their technology and then talk about Grow My Community. So um, Artificial Cities is a is a company with, it's a, it's a basically a programming company. They've got, two base programs right now and they can be articulated specified per area 
Um, Gary has a, th- he, he started in South Fulton of Atlanta, Georgia. Yep. Yep. And that's kind of where he built his blueprints at. And he basically designed a 3d model of the whole city, drove around with the camera, stitched everything together. So um, and then, you know, his idea is making smart cities, cities. And, and, you know, there's, there's a, a natural pushback in today's day and age of, of moving into the space of AI of smart technology, because yeah. there, there can be, um, you can build bias into it. And so you have to be very careful about what technology is being incorporated and, and, and how it's being done, but it shouldn't stop progression itself. You know, sure. you have I like to think of the conservative party likes to keep conserve what has been, don't fix what's broken. The progressive party wants to make things better. However, when you do that, you also come across other problems and other um, new situations that in which you never have to deal with had you just stayed conservative. So there's this balance of, of progressing into the future that I think we need to be very wary of. And this is where Grow My Community kind of balance it out, balances it out. But I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. So one program that Artificial Cities runs is a city manager app. And you can basically upload your any situation you have in your community. You can submit it, and whether it's trash on the road, erosion problems, and it goes through a ticketing system that then disseminates it to the appropriate department that is responsible. So, and it's public domain. It's public, um, publicly done, so That's people so can start sick. holding their garbage companies or public utility companies. They can hold these po- elected politicians accountable for not doing their job. That's so sick. Um, because what you have is you have this good old boy network of people who know somebody, and we elect this guy, and he keep he puts his guys in and. You know, there's a level of, of trust where I want him hiring someone he trusts. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, when I'm getting 30% of my paycheck cut out and my roads are still messed up and we have drought problems or we have flooding problems and we have erosion problems and we have garbage problems and, and we have all of this neglect in our city and there's no one to really hold accountable, we need a smart system to do so. We have all of these, you know, billboard after billboard and attorney after attorney making money off of car wrecks and these horrible situations and breakups. And and, and instead of like investing into how about we invest into counselors to help people stay together? How about we invest into smarter roads that can that that in smarter vehicles? Because the way Gary was explaining cars built since like 2010, um, they have a computer system that you can update the firmware. Yeah. And you can have smart cars already. If we, if, if we, if we, you know, and it would be an attachment camera, probably three or four cameras on the car, and every car could be retroverted to working on a smart. And then you make the road smarter. So now you went from having a car that was driving Sensors at 95%. Now you've got a car that's driving at 99.99. And, and Tesla's already like 100 years ahead of the game of what really we need. We really need smarter roads, safer roads. And, like and autonomous so, driving is very interesting. But that's that's kind of one of the inspirations for Gary is is wanting to create smarter systems, smarter houses like that it, that run that use less energy, smarter you know smarter transportation systems, smarter political systems, um, and and that's where kind of focusing on the community. Um, I think what one of the things that attracted Gary to me, uh, or me to Gary, vice versa, was you know my focus on grow my community, which is a centralized yes. directory for local community to work through. Um, one one product of that is a resource allocation system for farmers, gardeners to upload their produce. Now, I do see a place in the NFT market of it being burner coins per produce that's created. 
so we can create a... I like that you know what burner coins are. Um, yeah, so I've researched a little and I've, I've just had a hard time really getting deeper and deeper into it because I have that threshold of like, I keep getting into these gaming communities. Yeah, no, dude, I'll help you. I'll help um, you get in the right stuff. Uh, the burning... So I'll give you an example of a burner that exists just like what you're talking about okay. already. It's called Hot Sauce Pepper Party. Ooh. And these NFTs, you buy these peppers and they're nfts and you burn them which just means you like literally get rid of them for a certain prize value whatever you you burn these nfts and you get to make your own hot sauce with them hmm. and that's done really well dude that's really cool and so i think that in the produce you're on to something there for sure um so grow my community is a centralized database essentially yeah and it's it's been in development for nine years or so um, it's, it's gone up and down. Like I've, I've made a couple different platforms for it and it's, just through the years of working with different people, you know, you just, some things don't work out and you have to restart, but it's kind of just a passion project that I'm not giving up on. Um, it's time to turn that into segueing. This is what we do. Let's well. do it. Let's do it. It's time to turn that into a decentralized autonomous organization, my friend, which is the next topic that we're going to talk about because I think Let's that you like, I did that. That was good. I think that um, as NFTs are the, the buzzword of 2022, DAOs, decentralized autonomous organizations, are going to be the next like thing that MSNBC is like, what is a DAO? And I'm involved in a DAO um, right now. And uh, it is... Again, what decentralized means is um, there's no single point of failure. It is genuinely governed by how, whoever owns like the most DAO tokens or stakes, if that's an easier way to understand it, or shares. I, I, I own a DAO token on Coinbase. Is that... What is it? You, I know, it just it. says DAO. I'll, I'll have to put my Coinbase and That's show you. That's very interesting, dude. We'll have to look at it because I can kind of give you... But anyway, so... I don't know what... Because I have... I own these cryptos and I know that these cryptos are founded in actual other... They're more than just a crypto. A lot of them are. They're actual... A part of their own blockchain, right? Sometimes. some Or sometimes they are just a crypto Well, I have currency. to look at what you have. Okay. Um, but uh, so... Decentralized Autonomous Organization. Sorry, no, bro. No, run I'm, around. I'm like... Because I'm still I'm still stitching things together in my head of like I have this Coinbase, um, there and then there's you know the uh, Ethereum and then going into which Ethereum is just a coin that's on Coinbase. It's just a cryptocurrency and then it's used on um, OpenSea. Open as and a there's medium. so many different types of Ethereum ERC twenty ERC eleven fifteen like Ugh. there's a bunch of stuff. Dude. Okay, but, but so um, and and I'm not gonna get super into DAOs in this conversation because. Bro, that like it's a another two hour conversation, and like I want to, I have actually notes in my phone that I've taken to articulate myself the best way, and I, and I have to look at them just to make sure I'm saying the right stuff. But, um, actually, dude, do you care if I like look at yeah, it? Yeah, really let's. Quick? Will you pass me my phone? Yeah, here. Okay. Um. So uh, when augmented reality be great? Hold on, let me just. Oh, bro, I'm telling you, like, dude, if <laughs> I think there will be a setting where. I can see it and you can't where I'm just like, I'm sitting here, we're doing an interview and like while you're sitting here, I just like blink twice and I'm scrolling through the document. Like, okay, got it. And then I can, you know what I mean? I think that was- Some Black Mirror stuff? Bro, I think that would exist, bro. I really I, I think so. I think, but you know, what, what you're really looking at is 
the goal is is to increase the quality of life. And while you're looking for that, I'll kind of have a little yeah, rant please, about please, please. Artificial City's other program is they have a quality of life scale. Yep. Where they take into a lot of they, they take in a lot of data, um, public data, and also personalized data, um, economic data, and they calculate the quality of life yep. in certain areas, you know, cost of living, um, criminal records, all yada yada. And you can see a, a scale that's been created as, and this is kind of the AI taken into effect, which once again, you can build bias into that. Yeah. But the goal is to just to give people an idea of like, this is a great place to live, a great school system, yada, yada, yada. Now, any point of failure from the centralized system, you know, if the school systems preach in test scores, but yes. they're, they're, you know, students still end up POSs when they grow up, like, right. There, you know, there's, there's uh, manipulation on, on the true, uh, calculation, but it's a good guesstimation. And, you know, in math, you really don't get exact numbers a lot of times, especially in very complex algorithms, you get best guesstimations. And I think that's kind of just the story of life. You don't really know anything other than what you think you've experienced. And right. And so, you know, that's kind of going back, like we're in that curiosity stage of, of the economy of, of venturing into, you know, how can we make this better? How can we you know, develop better political discussion because the fact of the matter is, is there is biologists, there are horticulturists, there are, you know, economists living in, in your neighborhood. And like, there is so much Community. nutritional value coming out from every single geographic area and, and people with such high calibers of, of capacity for understanding that they don't have to go specialize in a degree system to have a deep understanding and perhaps even a better unbiased understanding to specialty fields. And that's where you have this cancel culture becoming a problem. And if we had a different contractual system, be like, you know what? I've spent way more time studying the human body than this doctor. Here's my... NFT. Ooh, ooh, of, I don't know. That's information a little, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. I have studied through my lifetime that I've put in to be able to have this value of perspective to carry in my voting for this discussion on what to do on public health. And so ways to antiquate your true value and, and some not with, that being said without ego, because, you know, there's I trust doctors. <laughs> you know? That's, I that's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah I respect that. And, right, yeah. and I, I do, but I have a level of, of skepticism skepticism to their field of study because I've worked there. I've been a product of their, um, their uh, malfeasance. I've, I've kind of been in the system. So I know what their limitations are. And that's something that in, in Web 2.0 world where it's like you have these unidimensional me measurements of how to value certain things. Well, so that's where DAOs get really interesting. So, um, and I and I probably am actually going to read, so so y'all can't see this. These are actually my notes. This isn't like a website. Mm -hmm. I wrote this. Um, so uh, let's just break down what it means. So a DAO stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. The decentralized aspect of DAOs uh, means that it's made up of a community. It's not dependent on a single individual or a single point of failure. Instead, it's made up of a larger community than just one person or one group that has control. The autonomous aspect of a DAO means that the DAO can update its own code characteristics in a multi-save in a multi-save system that can programmatically execute transactions under certain under certain conditions in a blockchain like setting in a blockchain world. An organization obviously just means organization. So, what this means is that based on the blockchain, mm -hmm. 
right? Which is um, where like all the all this crypto and NFTs exist and all these contracts exist. It is a digital system that compiles information and distributes information. And uh, what a DAO is, is it's now the ability to, let's say that you want to create a DAO mm-hmm. that has a treasury um, and all of the money from people buying in with either like a Genesis NFT that you drop that like accumulates a token with enough of those tokens, you can buy a DAO token, which gives you then voting rights and governance. And let's say your DAO is that you want to fund your own research and your own uh, education around the medical industry. And you think Mm -hmm. that there is misinformation and it's your purpose on this planet to tell the truth and to explore research. Well, it's, I mean, you can obviously do that in the real world, but there's like LLC, there's like stuff you have to do, right? It could be a security in the, so with a DAO, you can have a legitimate community led effort for Mm. one goal. And that is funded by the community that the decisions that the DAO makes are all made by the community. So there's like, there's a couple different kinds of DAOs. The two main ones are a multi-signature wallet DAO. Okay. Which is like what I'm talking about, where you have to, you don't have to vote on like one specific, extremely specific uh, task. You can vote on kind of broader things. Whoever owns the DAO tokens gets a vote, and you know it's very democratic in that sense. Then there's an on-chain governor where there's like one person um, that makes decisions. All of the votes are on a specific. It has to be like instead of a yes or no question, it's like, this will happen or not. Like, it's very... If then, how math is written. So like, right. So, um, and I can probably explain it a little That's, bit better. Actually. I can see that. If then statements. So it's very nuanced. and so, so this is the best way to say, man. A DAO is a group of people that come together to manage incentives and assets using blockchain te- uh, technology. A, um, a DAO is a group of people coming together to pool assets and voting power for a shared purpose. That's what a DAO is. Which is and what a community is supposed to be. And dude, I'm telling you, that is going to be in 2023, 2024, the thing that people are like, that MSNBC and Good Morning America are like, what's a DAO? And like one of the big ones in 2021 was, I don't know if you've heard of the Constitution DAO. Mm-mm. Oh, bro, these people put together a DAO. Uh, I think that they raised $43 million to buy the Constitution. That's a that's a mic drop. They they didn't win. There was a, a version of the Constitution that was being sold at Sotheby's. Wow. These people who aren't like the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world mm-hmm. put together a decentralized autonomous organization and raised forty three million dollars to buy the Constitution, dude. They were close, but they lost in the auction to some billion or whatever. But like, dude, it's it is truly giving governance, power, and resources to the community that we have never seen before. Well, and so I think with Go- I think with Grow My Community, you should look into making that a DAO, and I'll help I love you. it. Yeah, let's let's do that because you know 
the main goal, you know, as, as I talked about the product of having a resource allocation for farmers and gardeners, the real goal is to create a more centralized system where we work with people instead of companies. And we empower people to, to save their money by being able to not have the money leave the community. Yeah. Too often you have people working inside the community and all their money is leaving the community, whether they're paying someone else who works for an international company and their money comes oh, in. So, much so if you re-diverted the money to where people were paid directly, you could take away a, a huge percentage of the overhead cost and you could change how much money is leaving compared to coming in, and you actually create a, 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 an opportunistic cost of, of, of 20, 30, 40, 50, an infinite raise of sustainable effort whereby people can become more interdependent on each other Bro. rather than these old, you know, Web 2 systems that were very manipulative. You know, you go onto Google and it's bought out. You can't. You know, you can have research, but you put it on these research databases and they're bought out. And, and I founded this uh, the idea of Grow My Community when I was in my first year of college back in 2012. And I was I was trying to research for the, me- the use of medical marijuana. Like, yeah, and that was like a big subject topic of, of my time. And. I just really wanted to push that like this is ridiculous that this is illegal. This totally violates like this cannot be an illegal substance because it has medicinal purposes. Right. And and so there's there was like the more I looked for it's like I know that this these things are true. I've experienced a lot of these like factual things. I know that there's there's research on it. It yeah. was so hard to dig up research. There were so many big pharma studies that pointed towards everything negative and all of the side effects that, that are like irrelative because you, even when you look at like psychosis with marijuana, there's almost always, if not always, it's another drug, substance. Dude. There's another oh, substance oh, oh, oh. involved. But but I, I've always called with my son drugs medicine because or medicine drugs is the name I give. Right, them. because you go to the drug. That's store. what they are. They are a drug, a substance. And you substance should be something that is used for a purpose temporarily until you no longer need it. And so there's this uh, this ability to, to build a community up to the point to where we can use these Web2 corporations until we don't need them anymore. Right, dude. And, and creating a, a resource allocation for professionals for, you know, based on your location, if my neighbor's doing good and my neighbor's house doesn't go under... I'm doing good and right. my house isn't going to go under. Right. And so there's this value. value system of in property that we've created, but they're they're built on these foundations that are more or less archaic. Oh, and, it's changing, dude. And 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 That's because we live in this state of mutual usury and we don't value the community, we don't value this person's actual well-being. Right. We're so enslaved to the current market that you know, it's really taking away the ability for people to pursue happiness. And so one of my main things is I want to help design a smarter system. I want to help design a smarter city. I want to help design a smarter life. Because all too often, you know, people live their lives as victims rather than as heroes. And, you know, life is hard. Life and you are wrong a lot in life. And and that's Oh my god, every day, dude. I'm and, wrong all the time. And then you're wrong again, and then you realize you were partially right in both situations. And and it's it's so nuanced and complex that we need a smarter system, a smarter economy 
to be able to help people cope with reality because reality is it's it's it can it, be it can tough. be dark it can, it can be, be tough it can be yeah i i think dude right. like reality is just that i think that man it can be it's a story i've had real moments that have been terrible and i've had real moments that have been beautiful and it's being able to be present in both of those and understanding the value of each man like one of the practices um something that i've been practicing a lot and really i mean for a long time and really have done a lot of research in is stoicism okay um like my background on my phone is marcus aurelius like i dude it's all about like not getting too excited in the good and not getting too upset in the bad and just mm-hmm. being present and kind of accepting things as they are and moving forward. And dude, I think that if you can figure out how to not be controlled by your circumstances, but instead control the response to your circumstances, you're going to do well in life. And and we're seeing a lot of that happening in this Web3 stuff. We're seeing a lot of people that are saying, oh, the circumstances that have existed recently are not feasible for my existence and I want that to change. And so I, I, I really believe, man, that like with Grow My Community, with your stuff, dude, I think that the only way it exists and thrives in the future is like you can't run it. I, well, it can't work it, on a Web2 platform and that, no, that's but, what I was running it, into. But like you can't run it. Dude. No. The com- like you, it has you to can be, lead it, right. but the community... right. Because if it's grow my community, it can't be grow my community with Garrett. It has to be no. grow my community. Well, and it has to be focused on ge- geographic areas. And that's that's kind of needs to be the emphasis. There's different types of, you know, there's interest-based communities which have their value, but that works more on the storage front of information. So you've got your data informatory and then you have your resource allocation system. Yeah. And according to what each human needs at which point in time, yeah, we have Google, but but like I said, Google's bought out and it's it's streamlining what the Web two system. What uh, just out of curiosity, what uh, like search platform do you use? Um, DuckDuckGo right now. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I I still use Safari and Google for oh, yeah, of sim- course, of course. simplicity purposes. Of course I do. Yeah. Um, I like, I, I like DuckDuckGo. All right. I but like Opera. I like Brave. Those are both two. I, I got big into the search engine game back like in 2015. I was like researching all the ones I wanted to like because because I think the idea of, of a new search engine was really the the egg to the the the, the blockchain technology. Um, I think yeah. that as these new search engines started coming out and competing with Google, which was the internet and still is 95% of the internet. Well, dude, it, it started off sketchy, man. Like blockchain, I mean, mm-hmm. Bitcoin and like blockchain really started like Silk Road. Like, yeah. That was kind of like- Wolf of Wall Street type stuff. Well, so you know, it's like Silk Road was like where you could buy drugs with Bitcoin. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Bro, that's like where it started. The dark web. And that's, it, it, it. There's an obviously like a lore and an exaggeration to it. Like there's some conspiracy that like I'm is interesting, but ultimately like the Silk Road was real and you could go on to Tor, which was a browser, and you could buy whatever drug you wanted. Or other horrible things. And see that's where the conspiracy is. Like some of that stuff I don't know if I believe. Like I don't know if you could be- I don't know if I believe that you could buy like I believe it was there and I also believe it I I now, I have a space, and when I say I believe something, it's like, I think this right. is a percentage of probability, not like, I believe! Dude, right. Like, there were so, probably hitmen, like, on it, but, like, there's some pr- there's some proof that, like, Red Rooms didn't exist, which I don't know if you know what that is, but, like, like there's, I, there's some pretty interesting stuff that, like, that was I think real. the CIA has put a lot of stuff in places, 
and is actively on a brainwashing um, program. I, I, I do think that. I think that there is some manipulation on, I mean, on the individual level that is... And I'm not sure the extent to it, but it's it's enough to create enough paranoia where like we need to get away from these centralized systems that are manipulating us. Like we need to take control of our media. We need to take control of our community. We need to take control of our own lives. And and yeah. there's a couple things that that entails. Like uh, humans need to live human lives. We need to grow food. We need to talk to one another. We need to do art or hobbies I mean, every hobby, even a sport, is an art form. So anyone who says that they're they're an athlete, well, they're just an artist of body mechanics, right? And they perfected an art form, and then like that's what humans they need to dial in their focus. And and we've become so ADD oriented, and we've underdeveloped the prefrontal cortex of so many people that we're 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 disconnected from our mind, body, and spirit, and and that's kind of like getting into the spiritual side of like grow my community is it's like, we got to start being human again before we lose our humanity and we no longer are a race altogether. And we can't put these, you know, saturated, not saturated, these condensed forms of humanity to have a color in front of the name, to have a, a gender in front. It's like, no, we're human and we have communities that we're involved with and philosophies that we live by. Yeah. And we need a system to help to help us orient ourselves so we're in the proper communities that we're supposed to be in, and that we can we can have a better quality of life rather than this melting pot of oil and water that just continues to fight itself because the foundation is boiling, the foundation isn't solid, and so like we need a new foundation of of community of how we spend our time, where we spend our time, who we spend our, our time, money, conversations with. Some people are children and they need to, they need parents, even if they're adults, like they're still children in the mind. And I, I realize this at the hospitals, a lot of people just can't take care of themselves. Yeah. They keep coming back to the hospital with the same problems. And whether the doctor's not being honest, the nurse isn't being honest, or, or there, there's something else going on, like there's a lot of manipulation from these public systems that aren't on the professional themselves. Because if you go to these doctors, they are knowledgeable. They they do know their stuff, but they're manipulated by the education system. They're manipulated by the the ec- economic system, and so there there is it, it's inherent. They're not focused on they're focused on fixing these individual problems, thinking that these symptoms will make you better, or re- relieving these symptoms will make you better. But it, that's not the case. People need a new lifestyle. They're, they need they need to to get out of that relationship that they're in, or they need to invest more into that relationship. And maybe that it's a two way street, and they should both people need to give more, and it'll work. But instead, it's like no, we're going to give you some meds to deal with your depression. It's like no, no, no. That depression is is a signal. It's a sign. It's it's a yeah, it's a metaphor to something else is wrong, or 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 it's it's a medicine. Anxiety can be a tool. It's. And Jordan Peterson talks about that. It's a it's a mechanism to to overcome and to become confident. And and it's it's a it's a it's a sin in the way that it misdirects you. But but if you can if you can hold true to that you know authenticity and you can remain confident and you can breathe through that, you become a stronger person. Yeah, you, as, you become that hero. 
and then you climb just as lobsters, you know, either develop a stronger fin to swim away or, or develop stronger arms to fight. It's like, that's who you become. Yeah. And, and we've become so obsessed in trying to make life easier one app at a time that we've made this mess and, and we're, we're just swimming around in this mess of mainstream media, mainstream music that is desensitizing us, making us less human, making us less connected. And it, you can't have these deep conversations on a two-dimensional mechanism such as a screen. We need real interactions. Augmented, virtual can, can have its place, but, but, but there's muscles in the brain that form from communicating, from putting yourself outside your comfort zone. And, and, and I think that those pathways, as they develop, you're going to see happier people getting to live more fulfilled lives. Yeah. Yeah. I think, man, like as someone who uh, has struggled with mental health my entire life, Same. Um, I mean, yeah. And like, you know, mine uh, was and still is, but uh, I've learned to manage it and I've learned to, I've learned what it is. Um, but man, as someone who like, dude, I, I couldn't like sleep in my bed until I was like 13. Um, mm -hmm. I'd wake up with panic attacks and think that like something was wrong. And like anxiety is a really interesting thing, man, because you're right. Like the, the nature from what I've learned and there's a lot more to this. I am not an expert in this. Like, so, so even experts don't know a lot, but and that's but, well, no, I think that's the definition realize. of an expert, but like, I like, dude, fair. First, yeah, like, no, like, <laughs> yeah, fair. like, like I think man, like I, I always feel obligated and I know like you're, you, I haven't been involved in the medical industry, but like I always have to say before I talk about my journey and my mental health, like don't take my, like talk to a professional, get help, do your own research. My journey is mine and I'm still on it and my opinion will change. Right. Um, but like, dude, like I, uh, it, you said something that I agree with, with the anxiety thing, man, of like the nature that I have found behind anxiety is it's our like natural instinct for danger. It's, right. it's like, you know, if you're ever like walking in the woods and, and you hear a stick break, it's like back a hundred years ago when we didn't have, when like we were surrounded by bears and stuff like it, that was like your jerk reaction to like, is something there? Do I need, what do I need to do to make sure I'm safe and that I can protect myself or get away? And it's that fight or flight thing. And like mine as a kid, my chemical imbalance dude was just awful. Like, dude, I just, and I still struggle with it, man. Like I still get panic attacks sometimes. Like I, um, had a journey, dude. And, and, you know, I, I have experienced some real serious depression, dude, like, uh, you know, bad stuff. And, and man, like I agree that like our human existence and our human experience has to change. But I think that also, man, like there's it some needs stuff, to be smarter, but there's we some need stuff a smarter that, like, system, but uh, we do, we need a smarter system, but there are smart systems that exist and there are, places that you can get help and and right. i and as we talk about stuff being decentralized i think that there are things that need to be centralized there are things like dude my i am not an anarchist like i my goal is not i believe in regulation i believe mm -hmm. in practice standards and practices like i believe that there has to be rules yeah and dude like i i think that we are 
as a human race working towards an ultimate good. I think that there's there's bad apples, but ultimately, man, like, and, and here's the thing. I think that I don't believe, though, in, like, um, if there's a bad apple, you address it. Yeah. I don't think that you make the excuse of, oh, that's an outlier. You Don't worry about that. No, no. We address the bad apple and we handle that. But we don't create that as the majority, man. I just think, dude, like... Yeah, but that's what you get with Web 2 is is if it's if it doesn't matter what the true quality or value of like a piece of content, if it gets attention, if it right. interacts with that prefrontal cortex, then, right. then it's going to get the views and it's going to get... It's going to have its own like fake value that's that's not really backed and it's kind of like where a lot of like a lot of crypto is kind of like fake money like oh, it's just bro. i think you know dude, i don't even like crypto honestly like dude i am not a crypto guy like, yeah I, I don't i don't like it uh i i do like it i like you you have a utility for it and you've learned I, enough about I it i like where the you utility can, but i don't like the like i'm not a day trader dude like i don't care right, right. um because i think there's a bigger picture that's more important but man i agree i, I just think dude i just think with web3 man just to kind of like you know, put the bow on it mm-hmm. is um, it is a new resource, utility, an opportunity to create a system and a an ownership community, an ownership system that is focused on quality over quantity. And when the quantity does come into play, there will be enough quality that you'll know what is good and what's bad, hopefully. And uh, I hope that's the case. Um, I think that our cultures and our belief systems are going to become far more inclusive, hopefully, in the future. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited, dude. And like, I want to, you know, I think like, it's funny, man. Like I, I want to, I just haven't found the right time. And honestly, this doesn't feel like the right time yet. Um, but like, I'm excited to tell my personal story one day, dude. Cause it's crazy. Like, well, your story's ever evolving, but like, so my, it only gets crazier. Yeah. But like the last <laughs> like decade has been like, dude, like from, well, I'll come like, on, I'll come on your show yeah. and, and, and we'll, we'll talk more personal stories. Cause I've got a pretty wild story in and of itself. And and I think that, you know, it's the full story. I, I have a problem with Web 2 because there's a the section of like the cancel culture that's that's But that's not Web 2, man. I think that's just our culture. Like I just you think, think that's just a cultural bro, thing. That's just what we're doing right now. Like I think that, and I think it's fizzing out. Like, dude, I think that people are like, man, I don't think we should ruin people's lives and and uh ability to make money because of something they said. Like, obviously, dude, if like you commit a crime that is like a crime against humanity there's bro, there's something to be you, said there if you do something that harms someone there are consequences and you yeah. will pay them right but if you say something that's that people don't agree with like bro i think one of the beautiful things is like we have the right to offend each other like you have the right it's to offend true. me and i it's my decision on if that offends me and it's my freedom on what i do with that but that's as far as it should go yeah man and and i i think having a smarter internet that that allows for more niche 
and purposeful conversations to occur. And I, and I think that purpose dials back into location. Um, you know, I think that if we put as much time into local politics and our local neighborhoods and, you know, imagine how many articles people have read on, on federal manor, matters that they really don't have any say in. It doesn't really matter who they vote for. The Republicans, Democrats will, will, will come to the same, same conclusions. Meanwhile, there's trash in their front yard right. next to the street. And that's why, dude, your mission is very, like, I understand your mission. I understand Grow My Community, and I really challenge you to, because I can help you, but bro, the best thing I can tell you to do seriously, it's what I did, and it's the only reason I- Yeah, so hear- where to go? Where do, where do we learn? So we can go, we can check out your, you're, you're doing great stuff on your channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, and so, uh, but, but before I get into where to go, man, like, this is what I'll tell you to do. And I'm, and it's not, and it might not take you six months. So don't take this number literally, but I would take six months and I'll give you the resources. Like yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what to look up. Yeah, please do. But, and this is what I'd recommend to everybody is take the time before you get involved to be an audience member and to learn mm. and to understand because don't buy an NFT until you understand it because right. you will lose money. I've lost money, dude. I, I lost I, money minting one and I just didn't really know. Bro, I lost a ton of money uh, in crypto because I was on a like uh, a website that you could buy crypto on and I bought a coin that I wanted to put in my Coinbase and I tried to just take that coin that doesn't exist on Coinbase from the site I was on and put it in my in my MetaMask crypto wallet, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that I had to change that token into an Ethereum token, mm-hmm. and then change that into USDT, and then blah, blah, blah. and bro, I mean, I lost. Like it's I, I, it's funny is I can find the contract on EtherScan, and like my sum of money is sitting literally in the Ether. Ah, uh. and I can't touch it, dude. And like that's where a lot of advancements are going to come into play. Where like recovery, but like we are so new to this that mm-hmm. like. There's not a system set in place right now where if you lose your money, you can get it back. And if there are, but like, take the time. And and Ultralight is a great resource, obviously, to learn. Uh, but there's a lot more that are a lot, uh, that have been here a lot longer than I have. And that um, provide you with everything you need to know about what a cryptocurrency is. Are these going to be YouTube channels, websites, actual actual platforms? All of the above, dude. Like okay. websites, uh, for the audience. Is there is there any like? So we know there's your channel. Just 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 so that way, as people watch this, they're able to go from here. Well, here, how about this? Uh, where's this gonna? What's this gonna be on YouTube? Uh, it'll be on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify. Okay. We'll put a, we'll put links in the description uh, okay, for cool. everything that we've cool. talked about cool, cool. and places for you to find. So, um, yeah. Take the t- and I'm t- telling you this because I think that grow my community can be big, um, but it can't be big if you don't take the time to research. Well, it. I need help, and that's something and that like you. I've I've been you know me and Susan really built we built out our, our Susan's your wife. Susan's my wife. Who's she's about to have a baby. <laughs> I got a text. She hey, can pop. I got a text uh, <laughs> before I came up here. It was a couple days ago, and you're like, I was like, so you know Saturday at whatever time, and you were like, yes. But if Susan goes into labor, <laughs> then we're not going to do that. And I was like, that's super exciting. And uh, so y'all are about to have another baby, we dude. We are. We are. You're about to have a baby. I dude. know. I'm so excited. Oh, man. We've got, you know, Cooper, our nine-year-old, 
he, he moved in with us full time two years ago. And I mean, like getting to, to just change my lifestyle, you know, I was working at the hospital while he was here over the past year and a half. And it was, it was really tough cause I wasn't present. Yeah. And so I changed my career path to being something that, you know, I can have weekends off with him. Yeah. I can wake him up in the morning. Yeah. I can put him to bed every night. And like, you know, there's, that is valuable. And too often, you know, people try to go make an extra $15 an hour, but they sell their soul. They sell their life. Their time. Their time, their, their energy, their, their attention. Um, and, and it ruins their life. And, and it's like, if we could, you know, and I work with my company's a small company that I work with doing HVAC work. And like, it really drives home that community feel of, of, we need to start investing into communities. Like we need to look at, stop trying to like make the most money and invest where we're at. Stop trying to be so selfish and make an extra, you know, screw you. It's, it's my time, my money. It's like, yeah, but is it really worth it? You know, like what about you actually making friends with the place that you work at instead of it just being so fake and everyone's just here to make money and go home. What if like every moment you spent was with someone that you wanted to be with? That you got to like bring something home with you. You had a human connection with it's that tough, dude. that that gave back to you in your spirit, and it was just an economic state of mutual usury. Which I, I use that word a lot because it, it really came up in my uh, political ideologies class at, at KSU, and it really drove home this uh, consumer-based economy that we live in of not caring about anything else and. Which Which happiness is a little bit of a blanket statement, though. I think like and like that's that's where like I and again like it's that that optimism, bro. I I cannot. I love it. I I need this in my life. I (laughs) cannot get away from it, dude. Like I, it is something that I'm convicted about. And like another thing is like so I think in order to be successful as an entrepreneur, you have to be delusionally optimistic. I think that's true. I I can't even like compute like pessimism so like i can i can compute reality like yeah like i think that some of the stuff you're talking about is important and is very interesting but like we we're not going to ever live in utopia it will never happen and like and like right there are people who work jobs that they have to to provide for their family and they're not going to like everyone they work with and like that's just what it is and that won't and that might not and that won't ever change but like you're right about if we can if we can educate on like practices on how to manage your mindset practices on the uh how valuable your time with your family is mm-hmm. like dude i i think that man like your kid just being here and you being available and present is like huge difference bro that investment in your kid is going huge. to pay dividends and not financially but in his future Mm-hmm. And your baby that's coming, man. Like your your it's time huge. invested in Cooper is going to look beautiful in 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years, man. When we're 90 and in the metaverse. It, it well, and that's where it just we we really need to, you know, and I, I've I've carried more of a cynical outlook through time. And and I think some of that is because I have a limitation on how delusionally optimistic I allow myself to be because mm. of, of, of my mental health history. Yeah. So, um, you know, I have to eat more reality and ground myself in more realism right. than grandiosity. Two, because of my narrative, my story. Right. And, and 
Like, and like and because have... because of the real truth that you know I can't just take that risk of being hungry because I have a family right. that would also starve. I have zero responsibilities. And <laughs> so like, so yeah, dude, I don't have a yeah. But but that you you have been responsible enough to not put yourself in that situation to 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 have to have those those boundaries. I've gotten lucky, man. So so you Woo. you you have got you have you have endless opportunity to allow that grandiosity to to be a part of of it's your all selfish, vision. dude. Like I'm a like I have been privileged to be able to be selfishly delusionally optimistic because like I don't have to take care of anyone other than myself. Yeah. I don't have a dog. I yeah. just have myself and ultralight. And that's and that's 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 and it's a so blessing. but but well there's there's this level of of capacity in that you have been able to model and develop your best self before taking a step into a different oh, man, life, you know, to that to that family life that is you moved into it too young, you made all these mistakes. I'll be honest, and though, you've I'm created jealous, cascading effect. I'm well, jealous of like, dude, like I I just became an uncle. And Aww, uh, I thanks, man. And like I I've never experienced love like that. Like I've never because like I met this baby and I was like, oh, I'll do anything. Like, yeah. like dude, I love her <laughs> so much. And she hasn't done anything to earn that love yeah. other than exist. And dude, like, like adoration. Bro, I like I, I am jealous of like my friends. Cause now we're, you know, I'm entering uh, in two you months. Come up I'll be on your twenties or your thirties. Bro, in, in two months I'll have my final year of my twins. I'll be twenty nine. And like, dude, like I have so many friends now that are having children mm-hmm. and that are married and like I'm single. I have no and like but but like there is a part of me that like look I know that will come in my life right but my my story is just different and I am going and I am looking forward to it now like I used to like dread the idea of yeah. like having a family but uh dude I am very excited well and and you're lucky enough to have friends who've modeled a good life you know some and, of them <laughs> yeah. and you know like I had friends whose parents were great models for me that I didn't see at home my parents were great models in other ways that right. I didn't see in other kids and so like. You know, as we live our life, it's a continual story. It's, it's, it's progression, and um, it should be building on itself. And that's what Web three does: is it builds on itself. It's, it's, it's truly that's a great way to continuing um, to to use the fo- the foundation is solid enough to continue to build on. And the yeah, foundation correct. of our of Web two Web one was very unstable. Very had a lot of room for. Um, manipulation and maniacal efforts to be... Bro, it was like a season one TV show that didn't expect to go viral and now the writers and the writers were like, what are we going to do for season two? Like, what's season two going to be? And like, but you know, we've now had really the show like... It. Bro, we've, we've had the show now on air long enough we were like, okay. We know our roles. Let's, let's get back into the writer's room and let's rewrite this show and make it what we need to. So yeah, bro, I... Dude, and, and thank you so much, man, for opening your platform to yeah. me. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank you for, for inviting me into your house and... Um, I, I couldn't be more grateful and I'm excited to help you guys like figure out the direction in web three for you. Um, and yeah, can I go ahead and plug my stuff? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Where you at? Uh, at? So if you guys want to go follow me on Instagram and TikTok at ultralight.tv and, uh, on YouTube at ultralight, just type in ultralight in the search bar. You'll find me. Um, but more, most importantly right now, uh, where everything is happening for me what social media platform in Web2 that I'm on all the time that that you can see every move I'm making and every person that I'm involved with is on Twitter, which is at ultralight underscore TV. 
Um, go follow me on Twitter at ultralight underscore TV. I'm going to say it one more time because um, that's where like that's the Web two platform that all of this is on. All of this is unfolding on. Yeah, yeah. Because I know Joey's big on on Twitter. Um, yeah, and then I am, with Theta. I am getting on Theta. So, so that you're, is you're moving on Theta. Okay, cool. I'm not moving on Theta, but I will be on Theta, and my existence there. I'll talk about it more as it unfolds, but it's okay. going to be interesting what I do on Theta. So yeah, cool. man. So um, thank you, dude. Thanks for coming, man. Bro. I mean, this is first of many. We're oh yeah. It's cool that we grew up so close, went to the same school, and are kind of in the in, in a similar space and have been. I've I know I've modeled and and really appreciated your work and looked up to same what you've dude. produced yeah, you. through the years. Um, it's definitely been a motivating factor and and inspirational. So it's it's I think like looking for people who you look up to, who you respect, and then being a good person, being nice, yeah. reaching out, you know? And being like, honest and authentic, dude. Like, yeah, I appreciate you working with me about timing and stuff. And, dude, I mean, I, I you know, shout out to you. And I said this to you off camera, but one thing that you deserve your flowers for is that, like, bro, you haven't quit and you have, have pivoted where you need to and you've adapted. And I think that's what it takes to be successful. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited Thanks. to see where you go. Like, I think that you're going to be successful in this as long as you don't stop. I mean, I'm a slow rolling train. Bro, and that train, <laughs> but that train will get to its destination. Yeah, like, yeah, no train I, wreck around here. No, bro, this town, man, bro. I can't tell you how many trains I've been stuck at. But, oh my but man, like that train will always get there. And, and do just know, like, I'm paying attention. And, and there are a lot of people watching. And we're rooting for you. And we want to see you win. And uh, if as long as you stay a little delusionally optimistic you'll win dude. i could work on that i could work on that i uh and i mean art helps and i i draw and that's kind of like the foundation for one of my nft projects i want to do is have a whole series of drawings and articles written about each type of plant have a whole nomenclature um independent series and i started an anatomy series uh, yeah um but i've drawn up um a series of plants and then a series of animals to kind of have to build a blockchain of, of information that's that needs to be recorded that should be public like I we need more information and more accessible information and I and I'm excited to see you build that out I think that you know we're looking at like a year I I wouldn't I think expect, so I wouldn't expect you I I wouldn't recommend that you put anything out this year in as far as NFT no goes. that's that's good that's good that's good direction because you know I I dropped one of my NFTs on OpenSea and I, I, you know, I was kind of a little pessimistic about it because I was like, ah, like I really want to do this project, but like I don't really know where to start. And this is where like I reached out. I was like, hey man, I need some help. I want you to come on and talk about this because one thing with artificial cities is is designing smart systems, moving into the Web three space, using AI, yeah, you know, using smart contracts as a way to to build up build our lives better. Well, so I, dude, I, I I think we're in we're we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. We're right on time. We're exactly where we're supposed to be. That's one thing I, I learned agree, in dude. chiropractic school is you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Don't I wish don't wish to be right here, man. Wherever you are be there. I love it. So I love yeah, it, bro. presence. Bro, absolutely. So I'm glad we reconnected, which we've Thanks, been man. connected, but bro, just keep it going, man. No, I'm glad I saw bro, you at the phone community. store. Yeah, bro, that was crazy. That was dude. it. Yeah, I got this bro. <laughs> um, all right, brother. Well, thank you, man. Much love. Guys, yeah. take care and until the next one. See you. Peace.